Growth Mindset Guru. I help people articulate what they want, design a plan for them on how to get there, and then hold them accountable. My podcast, just another way of getting you to open up to yourself of what you really want to have. Good morning. Good morning, Art. How are you this beautiful day? Beautiful, beautifully and blessed. Blessed means how happy. Good to see you. Uh, It is phenomenal to be here and to see you. Thank you, thank you. Where we are in our point of the world, it is a a special holiday for people who love themselves and love others. Absolutely it is. So if any of you are so situated out there... Love yourself and love your love your love your love your partners. And I, and I would just, as a as a minister of the gospel, I would just say uh, and challenge you to just go and read First Corinthians thirteen, chapter one, in its entirety. It's not all that long, but you know, know know what love is yep. and what it's not, and live your life today um, with the real meaning of love. Awesome. We are breaking down one of the hard chapters today, Art. It's called the Law of Intuition. I prefer to call it the Law of Informed Intuition. Yes, yes. And he talks about this in many facets and says it's hard to teach. Uh, And ultimately, where where he boils it down is that he says that we need to John Maxwell says uh, every person uh, has an intuitive, you know, part of it. Uh, And he wants us to focus on our gifted area, uh, which is where we can gain more uh, as a result of this law of intuition or this law of, you know, having uh, the ability to Basically, if you're intuitive, that means you're out ahead of everyone else by at least two or three steps. And I have, you know, I don't, I, I don't know, I can't really speak for you, Ron, but I often, uh, last couple organizations I was with, I would bring them ideas. and right. Some of them would stick and some of them wouldn't stick, but it was, you know, uh, one of the organizations I was with, and I, I try not to mention organizational names, uh, was a big debt issuance organization mm. that worked with healthcare and higher education organization to carry out construction. And my side was to f- fund, you know, big technology pieces, uh, things like CAT scans and radiology and big computer, you know, implementations and networking and all that, big dollars. So my, my you know, uh, just by being involved in that aspect of an organization that did those things kind of gave me insight. And so one of the things that I brought to that organization uh, was sustainability, green, and environmental um, potential at the time. And ultimately, uh, we had a manager or, or had been chairman ultimately decided to be our executive director now what they have him as they have that organization as a title as a president so he was basically our leader at the time and when I went in to talk to him about what I had learned from our energy office again I try not to use names because I don't want anybody to misconstrue or 
think that I'm throwing out names for, for, for any other purposes, but me, me describing. So I went to them and I said, you know, I've been working with this organization. I was asked to go to the organization to help them find a funding, you know, to vet various banks and funding to set up a program where they could encourage more sustainability in the nonprofit world. And by doing that, I learned things I could bring back to my organization. And so having the right mindset and the right leadership, uh, we started on a trajectory at that organization that ultimately everyone got trained, that everyone received a lead, yeah, basically a leads you know, credit for, you know, now understanding what uh, a sustainable environment meant and what the potential of it was in terms of with us and how it enhanced our ability to develop and design projects. And that all happened because getting back to this, the law of intuition. So, so let me let, working through. Information that I had it was in advance, and nobody at my organization was thinking about it. So what I'm suggesting to our dear listeners, this is a hard chapter. Yes, it is. So what I'd like you to consider is you can always come back to the five-minute section of this, this episode and go through it again to revisit the concept, how we break it down, and you know, it really reinforce it and it'll make a whole lot more sense. This is one that's going to take some doing. Also, read the book. Mm -hmm. You know? <laughs> and we do have a number of people that are following along with us. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, I'm, I'm honored, you know, that someone would do that on uh, suggestions that I've made to them. But, you know, sure. God be the judge and people know when there's something there. There's so how, how can we make something that is a feeling a lesson art? Mm -hmm. I've got a little. I've got a little structure that isn't in the book. Okay. I think the first thing you have to do is compliment your team. Yeah. The second thing you need to do is make sure everyone is aware of the current situation. Yeah. And then the third thing, after you've done those two things, is look at your competitors or your past experience in solving a situation. I think that 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 is the essence of the law of intuition. Yes. Yes. Because leaders have to look at things differently, Art. And you said it initially. Intuition is informed. It's, in, it's, it's an inform, you're coming from an informed place. Right. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it, it's what you feel in your heart. Yes. Combined with what you know in your brain. Yes. And it's the combination that is actually, that's why I say informed intuition, Art. Exactly. So everyone is intuitive. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've all heard about mom's intuition or women's intuition. So, you know, at, at the heart of it, sometimes we walk into a room and we can feel the energy. Yes. And he mentions that in here. Sure he does. And he talks about President Johnson saying when he walks into a room, number one thing you got to do is determine who's for you and who's against you. That's... A hundred percent. And people need to take that to heart because that is an, a learned and acquired skill. Yes. So a lot of the things we're talking about today, if they seem foreign, that second time through the chapter is really going to be a benefit and to one, you. One thing I want to warn people with here, intuition is something that you can hone and it's something that uh, can become a better tool. Yep. But the moment you start 
violating it, meaning that, oh, I, you know, I had a hunch that I should be doing such and such, or I thought I should have done I thought I heard the Holy Spirit, or whoever you're, you know, into, into person is to talk to you, your conscience, whatever you want to call it. I, I tend to be very much hooked and part of the Holy Spirit, so I look at it as sure. the Holy Spirit uh, communication and connection, but whatever your, in, your interperson is that talks to you, uh, if you ignore it, guess what happens? You're going to have to revisit it at some point, Art. It won't, it won't be there for you when you really need it. So right. you gotta, you got to continue to believe in it, one, and then two, you have to uh, not go against it when it's telling you something that is ultimately something that you need. You have to be you know, congruent with it in order for it to continue to thrive and continue to grow within you. At this point of the journey, Art, I would say everyone listening to us is a leader. Yes. Uh, and we talk about leveling up from being a worker to yep. a junior leader mm -hmm. to a medium leader to a senior leader. Yes. So leadership is your bias at this point. Right. So you need to motivate people to motion, mm -hmm. and then momentum is possible. So my, uh, my favorite word, you're, 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 you're using my favorite word. I got to start charging you. <laughs> uh, uh, here's a quarter art. So uh, Schwarzkopf is an example that he gives. Uh -huh. And Schwarzkopf, um, he inherited a division in terrible shape that had failed, uh, you know, the last several inspections. And uh, he only had 30 days till the next inspection art. So... What he did, the first thing he did, he was in, he inspected his his troops, mm -hmm. and they were they were ragged. They were not in good shape. But it wasn't really their fault, Art. It was their previous leader's fault. He wasn't guiding them. So what did what did Schwarzkopf do? He gave them direction and a sense of purpose, and they started feeling it a little bit, and then they started acting like it a little bit. And they created motion, and they created momentum, and they were known as the worst of the sixth, and they were at the worst of the sixth 30 days later, and they passed their inspections. See, the, the, the thing that I know about someone that's been through the West Point uh, leadership training, that's what West Point is all about, is training leaders. When you've gone through that uh, process, uh, at the other end of it, you do create good leaders, and you create not so good leaders, leaders that are challenged. And as a result of that, uh, you still, I mean, it talks about here in this chapter of being, you know, the Hitlers versus, sure. you know, uh, the ones that are really, you know, good prime leaders with underlying, you know, Good intentions and good. So, so we, we, we go back to a previous chapter. Who you are dictates who you know what you see. Exactly. So if you got you've got to have that 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 straight vision and that good heart, art. Exactly. Because people actually can see past the horizon. Sure. Can can inspire. Exactly. So. And, I, and I remember uh, it was you know just thinking of some bad leaders that we've had uh, that came out of, out of West Point. We sure. some bad ones. Yep. Um, and then we certainly had like the source costs and, you know, uh, and others. And then we have some like Mac, uh, Mac Adams. 
MacArthur. MacArthur that falls yep. into the in that gray area. Anyway. Well, no, no, we I, I we we can talk civil war if you want to go in yeah, a different yeah, podcast. Yeah, right. Good ones and bad ones there. So too. so let's let's, let, cool. let's break it down. Um, how leaders think. Lead, le leaders are readers of their situation. Yes. Leaders are readers of trends. Don't be afraid to see if something's changed along the way yeah. from what you've learned previously because new technologies are really cool. Uh, leaders are readers of their resources. So, yep, that's, that's about right. So uh, when we say that leaders are readers of their resources, uh, one of my favorite phrases is that no one knows how resourceful they are mm -hmm. until they're low on resources. So this, this is where if you've been challenged in the past, if you've been knocked down, if you've had a failure or two, this can be a core strength of yours. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to put it into the right perspective. And then we have leaders are... Leaders are readers of themselves. Yeah, so important. Ultimately, you know, understanding, you know, what is coming from within. As I said earlier, you know, what is that thing inside you that's telling you uh, the decisions uh, and what you're seeing and what, what you're hearing? You've got to tap into that. So earlier we were talking about maybe, maybe you're a junior leader, right? Mm -hmm. So Maxwell starts to break down. He says uh, there are three levels of leadership intuition. Mm -hmm. And we can always be developing skills and gaining experiences. So the first level is those who naturally understand leadership. And that, that's a blessing. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, you might be born into it. You might have had the right mentor. You might have been in the right situation. Right. Um, but from the age, from, from kids' age, you know, Maxwell's talking about there are kids on, in the playground who's going, let's play, you know, capture the flag or Let, let's run over here and, and the other kids run after them. Right. They're kind of natural leaders, natural aren't they? Leaders, yeah. mm -hmm. The second type would be those who can be nurtured to understand leadership. My favorites. And uh, let's, let's say that uh, you played some sports art. I know you did. I know I did. I yeah. know a lot, of, a lot of our listeners did. Sure. So if you were captain of the team, that is a sign that someone saw some leadership ability in you. So that is always a good hiring tool when I'm hiring people and someone says, oh, I was captain of the football team or I was captain of the basketball team because I know that they can get people to, you know, move along and follow a, a common core. Well, I want to take this to another dimension. Love it. Uh, there are certain things that speak to success be it leadership or otherwise. Sure. So, so, so some of the things that I have encountered in my years in leadership and my years in management and my years of just being uh, involved in, in organizations, I, I'll give you an example. Uh, black belt. Sure. You don't have to explain it. Right. Uh, Everyone knows it's a high level. Cha champion of. So, sure. So say you were the you know, the state chess champion. Right. You know, you got to explain that. Uh, and people um, know you sacrificed along the exactly, way. You had exactly, to work for that. Exactly. You know, they, they know you got capacity. Sure. Capacity to sacrifice. Capacity to focus. Capacity to, 
you know, uh, think at, at, a, at a higher, abnormally higher level. Right. Uh, you know, one more. Sure. Eagle Scout. Absolutely. You don't have to explain that. It, yeah, if you if you if you can find an Eagle Scout or the or or the or the a gem of society or the young lady who sold the most Girl Scout cookies, they're they're going to be great 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 leaders. Yeah. Are yeah. So those, so, those so are the, the other thing people can do at this level is you can read biographies of successful leaders. And I I'm, learned. I'm a, very very I'm very. Uh, uh, it's one of my things that I like. I like to read about autobiographies. I think and, I think we and can biographies in general. Yeah, I think we can learn a lot about success that way. Arthur. That's right. That's right. Um, and the third type, it, and no one here is is in this third type, but we should let you know, is those who will never understand leadership art, and we all know people like that. Yeah. Don't let them be leaders. <laughs> no. Yeah. There, there are people that, you know, don't understand the dynamics of leadership and what it means. You know, when others are looking to them or others are depending on them. And we're going to get into this in the next chapter. Yes. So th this is another reason why people follow us, artists, because there's always a next chapter. Always another chapter. Especially in this case, we've got 21 of them. So let's, let's develop some intuition by changing your thinking. Mm -hmm. Can you over-prepare? Probably not, Art. If you, if, you know, if you know the playbook inside and out and you fumble the ball on the 10-yard line, whether it's the ten yard line of your of your of your team or the ten yard line of your of the other team, it's still a fumble, right? It's still and a it's fumble. Fifty as who's going to get the get the ball back? So let's say you get the ball back. What are you going to do next? If you're thinking about it, you just made a mistake. But if you're trained well enough, you know you're going to go to a play where you're not going to make a mistake the next time. Exactly. You're going to go to your tried and true, something that's going, going to go. get you some positive exactly. yardage. Exactly. Exactly, something that, you know, is part of your routine, um, you know, um, garden variety so as opposed to going out on a limb again. So good leaders train leaders. At mm -hmm. USC, for example, what they did, they had um, whiteboards and chalkboards. On every wall. On every wall yeah. with every play and then different situations where they were on the field, and what time of game was left, and they... They drilled them, they drilled them, they drilled them the yes. night before the game. They, they checked the quarterbacks. Yes. And, and they, they asked them if you're on the 15-yard line, if you're on the 30-yard line. They, and they would, if they didn't answer, they weren't going to be leading the team the next day, Art. Yes. So, the, co the coaches wanted those players to be so well-informed. This is a quote. Yep. Uh, on page 103 of my book, under the top topic, How to Develop Leadership Intuition. Yep. Uh, the coaches wanted those players that you just talked about in the USC games to be informed, so ready that their intuition would take over during crunch time. It would help them to effectively lead the team. It was a real-life application of one of my favorite quotes by John Wooten. When opportunity comes, it's too late to prepare. Yep. When leaders face a problem, they automatically measure it and begin solving it using the law of intuition. Yeah. What they feel in their heart and what they know in their brain. Mm -hmm. So there's an example here about Steve Jobs. And for those who know the story of Steve Jobs, he helped start Apple. He got fired from Apple. He came back to Apple. And when he came back to Apple, they were in trouble. And that's why they brought him back. Yeah, they were in trouble and... 
and he realized the trouble they were in, and he let go of everybody except for two people. Mm -hmm. uh, on the board, that's the, right. Exactly. Now, they also made their made a competition, made out a competition between three ad agencies. So he let the he let the ad agency that they had go. Right. But he put uh, picked three and made a competition between them to for them to competitively be selected. And he fell in love with digital music. And, and put all of his time and effort into that. Right. Now, that he, was, he was in every single one of those meetings. But here's a funny story for everybody that's not in the book. Richard Branson came up with that idea a year before. Richard Branson's a famous entrepreneur as well. Right. Yeah, he's the one, I guess, owns uh, Virgin. Vir Virgin everything. Virgin Airlines, Virgin Music, Virgin everything. Uh, hotels. But because he owned music stores... He never implemented the idea, but he made the mistake of saying it out loud, and Steve Jobs heard him. He said, what if you can have all your music in your pocket? And that's where Steve Jobs took the knowledge that he learned, and in his heart, he knew right away, this is going to change, change, change Apple, and it, it did. Changed, changed big time. Yeah. Apple Music is still current leader today. Are you ready for your quiz art? Yes, I am. Talk to me. All right. The Law of Intuition. Um, can you easily gauge morale, whether in a room full of people, on a team, or in an organization? I've always been able to go right in, to zero in on, on morale. And oh. I've always worked very hard in an organization where I had influence to, to uh, enhance morale. And if I, know, if I knew there was any kind of way that I could do that, and I went, went after it. For those playing along at home, um, that would be a three on our scale of zero to three. My la my number last, two, number two, my, Art. My last organization, for, give me an example. Um, I went and bought hot chocolate and uh, a couple of other things, candy went in a bag. And for all of my employees that I oversaw, uh, I, gave it to, I gave it to one of my assistants to hand out to everybody. Mm. And she came back and she says, Art, they are so happy. Right. That you, that, that you thought of them. Sure. And, you know, I'm a giver by nature anyway, so I, did, I didn't do it for anything but for them to be happy. So I was extremely ecstatic that they were happy. I was always the guy who not only gave out the gifts, but also collected for the gifts when people retired. Yes. And uh, there, you, you learn a lot about people when, when you're asking them for, for a small, small amount of money. So... Uh, number two, I often take the right action as a leader, even if I cannot explain why. I mean, oftentimes I'm going by the seat of my pants. So one, two, or three, Art? I, I would say uh, you can put me a three on that one, only because I've had to, I, I've, I've got a, a few holes in my pants because I've been Oh yeah, by oh, oh, yeah. We, 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 get, we get bit by dogs a couple of times. But, yeah, if, but, but risk, risk is always involved in reward situations. Exactly. And as a leader, it's better to take that chance and apologize to your team than not take the chance and settle for mediocre. Mm -hmm. And third question, I can read situations and sense trends without having to gather hard evidence. That, that's me, and that was the story that I spent five minutes on. And my apologies to anybody that thought I went overboard, but I spent five minutes explaining how I got sustainability to one of the, the last couple organizations that I worked for. Awesome. So, uh, in review, 
Are you a facts or feeling person? I think you have to be both. I, think, I was going to say, I, I, I do a bit of both. Can you sense when people are upset, happy, confused, or angry? Yes, yes, 100%. Emotions really get people going, either in a good way or a bad way. So, re- again, you're reading the room. Mm-hmm. So, if this As is. As President Johnson said, you got to know who's for you and who's against you. If this is. Absolutely. If this is not your strength, Read books on relationships. Mm-hmm. Engage more people in conversations. Nothing, uh, relationships is probably my second favorite word because nothing happens without there being a relationship. I'll give you an example. Um, the the founder of Albany Can Code, and I won't. I, sure. I, I try not to use name first person because that's not really the point. The point here is uh, I knew about her. I had her email. I emailed her a couple of times. Nothing. No response. Mm. Uh, and, you know, I don't think there was any bad thing. It's just there was no relationship there. Absolutely. And, and so so one of my friends who runs uh, one of the workforce development areas, actually he does the county, Albany, Schenectady, and, and Rensselaer, uh, he had a relationship with her. And that, I told him that I was interested in second level meeting, connection. Are talking to her? Second level connection. He sent an email connecting us, and yeah. we talked uh, a few days ago. I do that all the time. Art is I, I ask people to give me a LinkedIn introduction. You have. I mean, it just to, relationships work, make things, and they make things happen. My uh, second favorite who, word who, behind momentum. Absolutely. And we're coming up on twenty-five so, after. Yeah, no, no, we're going to finish up right, right around here. Okay. So uh, we should always be looking whenever we have a new or a challenge at work. Who is the best person to take this on? What resources yep. do we possess that can yep. help us? Mm-hmm. What will this take financially? Give yourself a budget. Yes. How can I encourage my team to achieve success? We did it, Art. We did it. We're at 25 and almost 20, 25 and a quarter, three quarters. Again, we're going to, uh, I'm Ron. This is the Growth Mindset Guru podcast. I want people to remember to come back, revisit this chapter, read it again, uh, go to fi- the five minute mark of the podcast, revisit it. You're going to be a better leader for it. Absolutely. And this is Art Wise. Art Wise. Art Wise. Thank you. <laughs> Art Wise, I don't know. I don't know him, but I do know Power Wise Thinking Podcast. Uh, also known as Art Wise Wear now. <laughs> Have a great day, guys. Thank you.